Welcome to the question and answer call for Gold Club members and non-members. So uh, first let me go over some couple of rules here. Then we're going to get started because I have 10 property information sheets to cover tonight. Now for you Gold Club members, if you don't have your questions written down, write them down because we're going to take questions from folks even though they haven't submitted property information sheets. That's not a requirement. That's just something that I'm happy to do for you. And I bet you we're going to make some deals out of this pile we got tonight. So if you are a Gold Club member, you can submit these sheets, and then you can participate in the conversation live one-on-one. -on -one. Our operator tonight is Don. Don is standing by for those who want to ask questions and have sheets here to get in the queue. Now I'm going to read the list of names that I have here tonight that I have sheets from. So if I call your name and you are a Gold Club member, go ahead and hit star zero. In fact, you might want to do that at any time so that you can get in line. Might as well be in the queue because you can listen to me while you're in it and be in line and we'll take you in order that you come for these sheets and or your questions. Um, if you are not a Gold Club member, then you certainly may listen. You just can't participate in the calls till you join. And if you haven't joined, what are you waiting on? Go to ronsgoldclub.com and register. Your first month is free anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's only $59 a month for the mountain of benefits that we have on there, which I'm not going to go into tonight. But you can go on that site and check it out for yourself, ronsgoldclub.com. And then from now on, you can participate in these calls and, and enjoy the other benefits. We do this every second Monday of every month. So if you'll make that note right now, if you're brand new on this call, second Monday of every single month, which means that our next call is going to be on December the 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I guess your calendar is as good as mine. Your second uh, Monday in January will be on the 14th. So um, put that in your calendars right now so you don't miss it in case you don't get our email or goes into spam or whatever. Um, I, all of you should know that, uh, well, first of all, I want to say happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. I, I guess it's, this is supposedly Veterans Day as far as I'm concerned. It was yesterday. But today seems to be the day they said it was a holiday. Um, we appreciate all of your services whether you are a, currently in the military or are a veteran, as I am. All right, um, we just taped today a 17-minute video on how to properly fill out these property information sheets. I don't know why it took me so long to do that, probably because none of you suggested it. But uh, as we go through these tonight, you'll see that some of our submitters here need some lessons on how to fill them out because they're incomplete. But you got to know that this property information sheet, guys, is the heartbeat of the for sale by owner business. And if you get these things coming in and you get several of them coming in a week, then you will have a business if you follow up, which obviously we're going to discuss tonight as well. Here in Jacksonville, Florida, where I live, we our whole FISBO business comes from these sheets. We get about 15 or so of them per week. A virtual assistant makes all the calls for us and completes them and then my guy Scott follows up on them, and we do somewhere between 6 to 12 deals per month. And about 30 to 40% of those deals are these axe deals. So if you don't know what that means, that's assignment of contracts and terms. And we'll a couple of them in here that qualify for the axe deals, which has become the, the fastest way to make a check in real estate today. And it's taken the industry by storm, and it's all over, it's all over the country. In fact, it's even in Canada. So... Uh, if you learn how to get these things filled out correctly, first thing I want you to do is learn it yourself and then 
You can also help your virtual assistant and make sure that they get it completed when these things come to you. And then your business begins. And uh, to get this video that I taped, it's not available right now. I just taped it about three hours ago. And we're going to put it up on the Gold Club site, 17 minutes long. <clears throat> we're also going to put it out in uh, probably this week's uh, Gold Club Weekly, which is our online newsletter. I think it will be available for everybody. In fact, you know what? I'm going to make it available for everybody. I'm going to make a note right now, even non-members, uh, at least this coming Friday. Uh, non-members get the weekly newsletter, so I'm going to make a note here to make sure that everybody can open that video. It's so important that you guys get trained on how to get these things filled out correctly. Um, before I get started, let me just give you a little bit about where I'm going to be here in the next month or so, so you can make notes on that if you care. I um, just came off of a trip here for the last three or four days. I'm not speaking anywhere else in the month of November. December, however, as we've already heard a couple of people mention, I'll be doing our boot camp here in Jacksonville, Florida, our four-day basic training quick start school from the 13th through the 16th. We are full on that one. We have already cut that off, and, and the next one will be in February in Orlando. So those dates, in case you want to not write those down as well, is, um, golly, I don't, I don't even have those. Yeah, I do. Yeah, here they are. February 28th through March the 3rd in Orlando on in, um, the Quick Start School. I'll also be speaking at Raleigh for the local real estate association there on December the 1st for my all-day fast track uh workshop. If you want to make a note of that, we can contact our our office and we'll tell you how to get into that. And I'll be doing another one of those in Orlando, I believe, on uh, December the 8th as well. And I think I'm going to do one on Tampa, in fact, on the December the 9th. So they got me a little busy in the month of December. And then after I get through with this quick start school, I just had a conversation with Beverly. Her and I are going to hit the road and go up to Tennessee and Nashville and look at all the Christmas goodies, and then pop over to Gatlinburg and take a little bit of time off and, and uh, enjoy the Christmas holiday. All right, um, let me go ahead and hit January here. Uh, we are having our national convention in January, which is the big thing you want to make note of, and that is January the 23rd through the 27th. And whether you're on this call uh, as a member or a non-member, you want to write those dates down because you're all going to want to be at our national real estate convention. It's called the New Age of Real Estate, and it's going to be a, uh, our annual get-together, our networking. In fact, we haven't done one since 2008, and I decided it's time to bring them back. And I like doing them in January because it gets the year started off right, and we have this thing just jam-packed with great stuff for you guys. In fact, we just added an uh, all-day seminar for young adults. We're going to do that on Saturday, which is the 20-whatever it is, 26th. And it's free to everybody, uh, every, every adult that brings it. Well, adults, I don't want you adults in there. This is just for your, your young adults, ages 13 through 21. And it's going to be an all-day event on financial literacy for young adults. And uh, my big brother is going to teach uh, part of it. And then uh, we have a, uh, one of our master's students who actually I got the idea from that already, that already teaches these things for students, for kids. And I love it. I don't know why we haven't done that before, but... I'm looking forward to doing that, bring the young adults in there and give them some financial literacy lessons, which they don't seem to be getting anywhere else. So 
Looking forward to that. Again, that's all day on Saturday, the 26th in Orlando, right in the, um, you know, the third day of our convention. Then so on the 23rd, we'll have an all-day ACT seminar. So all you guys got to do to get into that is get registered and buy a Platinum Pass. Right now, that Platinum Pass is really cheap. And uh, gosh, I don't even have the website, but you can call our office, um, 800-567-6128, and tell them you want to register for the convention. I think it's 297 for a couple, and that includes all kinds of goodies. That uh, I don't have a list in front of me, but I know we feed you, and you get into our Vegas show there, and all oh, just a whole list of other things. So check out the convention. Make sure you're there. Put that on your calendar. Do whatever you got to do to get there. You do not want to miss that. All right. I'm going to go over the list of, um, of sheets that I've got. So if, if I call your name, make sure you get in the queue here now hit it by hitting star zero. Again, our host tonight is Don. He's going to put you in that queue. In a minute, I'm going to mute everyone out, and then I'll only be talking to folks that are in that queue. So right now, if you hear your name, hit star zero. Tim Collins, I got you first from Tampa. Uh, Lisa Haskell from Illinois, get in the queue. Jamie and Betty from York, PA, get in the queue. And this one I can't read. It looks like Forda Brockmills. I can't read it, but you're from uh, Minneapolis. You know who you are. And then I've got another one from Mercedes Quintanella. Get in the queue. And Ed Skarupa, get in the queue. Sean Anderson, get in the queue. So if you heard your name call, go ahead and hit star zero. And Don will put you in line there, and I'll take you as you come. So I'm going to mute you out right now. Uh, Don, you there? Don? Calling? Yes, up. sir, I'm here. All right. I'm here, sir. All right, we got people waiting? Uh, let me get some names for you. One moment. All right. In case you guys haven't heard, I'm going to be giving away my truck. I got a box truck <laughs> that, you know, a U-Haul type truck, and we're going to give that away the first day at the convention, and we're going to deliver it on the last day with the winner's uh, phone number and uh, website address on it, all decked up. One side says, I buy houses. The other side said, do you want to own a home? And uh, I'm going to paint it all up, and somebody's going to drive that thing home. And if, if you don't want it, if you win the truck and you don't want it, we're going to auction it off for you. And on the first day, so we'll know whose name to put on it or, you know, for the last day. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can tell you right now, if you live a long ways away from the convention, it's probably cheaper to auction it <laughs> because this is a gas hog. You do not want to win this truck and drive it to California. <laughs> so I hope you're listening, Garden Grove, because uh, you, you, you want to win it, but you sure don't want to drive this thing home. Cheaper to go buy one and paint it up there than drive it to California. All right, Don, who we got? First we have Jamie. Jamie, please go ahead. All right, Jamie, uh, you're not on my list here, are you? So you have a question? Well, yeah, I submitted my question. Oh, you do? Okay, I got you. Yeah, from York, yeah, I just told my wife. Yeah. So she, she's on with the, uh, Brian and Lynette right now. Oh, okay, so they're interfering with my time, huh? All right. Yeah, we, we kind of set that one up wrong. We didn't know this existed at the time. All right, well, listen, you got a uh, property information sheet here. Uh, your note, I got your note here, says you're having trouble finding private lenders, but I guess the first question that I'd ask is why on earth do you care about private lenders? So you've got such great deals out there. Um, 
you never find a private lender. You make a ton of money, and the one you, uh, that I've got in my hand here looks like it could be your first one if you follow through with it. So, guys, I'm going to go over these numbers. I hope you got a pencil and paper to write with, because if you don't write down these numbers, we're going to lose you in the conversation. And if you write them down, then you can at least you know, keep up with us. So here we go. Um, you got one here that that the uh, they owe $148,000 on it with a $910 a month payment, and that's P-I-T-I, right? That's what it says, right? Um, honestly, that one, I didn't, all I did was submit questions. All I didn't right. have any routine. Okay. I was just wondering, because that's been my major FOPA. I haven't been able to get any, everybody's wanted, you know, you know, the comps come in the area of like 150 and they want 180. All right. Well, but, is this is this your sheet I'm looking at? Mine was just uh, actually just on a plain sheet asking you a question. Oh, okay. Well, then somebody stapled it to a sheet here. Oh, this is from D. Cole. I guess it's Cole. Gosh, I cannot read it. From Salem, Ma Salem Massachusetts. D. C. Something. It's all blurred out here. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, what's your question, uh, Jamie? It's just we're doing it, all the marketing that they have, and we just have not come across any deals. And the bad part about it is, the only thing there is has been, you know, REOs, but I haven't got much of a deal as far as we handed out business cards, all that stuff. All right. Well, first of all, there's only one thing you need to be doing, Jamie, and that's getting somebody to call for sale by owners for you. Well, we yep. have. Well, I'm a little upset with uh, Elsa because we've been dealing with her for like two months now, and we're on our like fifth VA. Well. I understand, but she her job is to find VAs, but that doesn't stop you from making these calls, does it, Jamie? No, that's that's where we're at as far as, because I put out even 300 letters in the last three weeks. I, I don't want you to put out letters. I don't want you to spend a nickel on letters. I'm telling you, if you get these FISBOs called, you won't be able to follow up on those, as you're about to see here when I go through these leads. Yeah, so, well, we, we have been doing that also. We have been calling the FISBOs. We've well, also, you know, where are the lead sheets? Actually, I sent them all to Brian and Lynette, and they all sent them back said no deals. Well, okay, so how many have you sent? Well, just this past week, 10 of them. Okay. Are they completely filled out? Yes, and they just said they're just not worth it. Well, so you've got a whole 10 sheets here, and you don't have a deal yet, huh? We, that's been the going thing, because like I said, we're on our fourth month now, and we haven't got anything as far as any bites at all. Uh, what do you want me to do? Feel sorry for you or help you? Well, I'm just trying to get any more ideas. All the all more ideas I can get. I, all right, are you going to listen? Yep. All, all right. right. I want you to call property information sheets. I want you to completely get them filled out. I want the yes or no circled, one or the other. And then you send them to Brian and Lynette. And if you don't get one out of the first ten, then so be it. You might get three out of the next ten. If you do this and you consistently do this, you won't be long before you'll have a deal. And if you don't, if you think you've got something there, get on the telephone with them and and and, and discuss them with them. I can tell you right now that this couple that you're working with has got a stack of people who've gotten checks at least eight inches high. I mean, I've seen it. They bring it to class. So there's something wrong with what you're doing or not doing or some little piece missing, and I am sure that's all it is, Jamie, is some little piece. Uh, number one, I want you to stop sending out yellow letters. I want you to stop spending any money except what you need to do to get these sheets coming in. 
And I can tell you, you live in York, Pennsylvania. You talk, are you kidding me? That's uh, John and, uh, and Stephanie Iannotti's almost their stomping grounds. And, gosh, we got pe- deals coming out of our ears from Pennsylvania. i got students all over Pennsylvania. So I don't know what exactly it is you're doing wrong, but I want you to have this conversation with Brian and Lynette, and I'm going to make a note to call them myself tomorrow and find out what they think it is. It's okay if I get their opinion on this, isn't it? Oh, I, I yeah. I have no problems with that whatsoever. All right. Uh, but I want you to get something That's going here. Info. Have, have you been to the Quick Start School? Yeah, we met you in Baltimore. Okay. Might pay you to get back here as soon as you can. I mean, you know it's free. Come well, on we back. Are, we and are you, already registered for the national coming down in January. So. Okay, convention. All right, good. Yep. Good. Good. Now, guys, you all, you all should know that we're also at this convention. We're processing leads in person just like we're doing here tonight and just like we do at the boot camp. So when you come to this convention, I want you to bring a stack of these things completely filled out now as, I, as, as, as the video that I just recorded instructed you to do as we're going to discuss here tonight. And uh, I'm going to bring a whole team to sit around and call sellers for you and make deals for you while you're at the convention so you can go home and turn them into cash. All right, so let me go ahead and get started on the rest of these here. Um, D uh, from Salem, Massachusetts. Go ahead and get in the queue. All right, Don, who you got next? Next we have D. D, please go ahead. Oh, didn't take her long. Is that a he or a she? Uh, that's a he. I miss you in Bedford, New Hampshire. How you doing, Ron? Okay. Uh, is that Salem, Mass? Salem, Mass. You got it. All right. All right. You got a property then with an asking price of 150, and a loan balance of 148, and a payment of 910 PITI. And you have circled, yes, they'll sell it for what they owe, and yes, they'll do a lease purchase. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, 2,000-square-foot house. Right. Well, it's clear to me you've got a house in good shape because it says so. You've got yep. a house with a sweet payment on it, 910PITI, 2,000-square-foot. I mean, this is a slam-dunk, easy axe deal. So, wow. And you say with your comps that it's worth about 100 and a quarter. A seller owes 148. I mean, this is perfect. The seller wants nothing. We'll get nothing except debt relief. Well, he, he wants two grand, but well, I he's going to get it, right? <laughs> I, I want to be skinny. Uh, uh, well, do you have the act script? I do. Okay. Then you call that individual, you read that act script to him, and and he will probably respond positively. And if so, what's your next step, D? What are you going to do? If you call the man and he, and he like what he has to say and you make the appointment, now what do you do next? Get him to sign the contract. Which contract? The, uh, well, the uh, oh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, no, if, that, am I going to stay in the deal or am I out? Well, in this one you're out because you've, he owes more than it's worth. Yep. And uh, you could get a little bit of cash flow monthly, but with that balance being so high, I'd probably just ax it and be done with it. Right. Okay. So uh, that's what I do. So make the appointment. Now, the lease option agreement that you want him to sign is the one that's on your Gold Club site under Forms and Agreements yep. in the Control Without Ownership section, and it's down at the bottom. It's the one with the table of contents. Okay. Got it? That's Thank the you, one. sir. That's Got the it. One. Go back to your lessons and, and uh, take that out there and get it signed. Do you realize that when you do, 
you now control his $150,000 house, and I see about a five to $10,000 assignment fee to assign his contract. My only issue, Ron, is uh, in Rumford, Maine. It's it's, um, it's not a you know very well-to-do area. This this house would be on the higher end of the scale. So what? Yeah, I think the average house I think is around eighty-five thousand. So Sorry, what? Not you got a nine hundred ten-dollar payment, man. Where are you going to rent cheaper than that? that oh, I, that's I agree. what's important. That's what's important. You're going to get a lease from this person for a ten-year lease because he's over leveraged. Somebody's going to walk right in this house with five, ten thousand bucks, live in this house long term with a nine hundred and ten dollar month payment or rent. That is not hard to sell, man. I mean, that is a perfect axe deal. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sir. So go get it under contract. Will do. All right. See you soon. Don, who's next? Next, we have Mercedes. Mercedes, please go ahead. Okay, Mercedes, let me find you here. Got gotcha. you. Okay. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Jonesboro, Georgia. All right, we've got a asking price of two hundred and thirty three thousand. Seller thinks it's worth two seventy nine. Your comps show about one what does that say? One eighty five? Yes. Okay. But here's the good part. The seller only owes a hundred thousand dollars. And they got a payment of a, it looks like a thousand and seventy four. Is that right? Yes. P I T I. And the guys, listen to this. It's ten thousand dollars in arrears. Right. Okay. So Mercedes, first of all, he's he's asking two thirty three, which he's nuts. He's ten thousand in arrears. He knows he ain't going to be in the house long. Do you know if they filed foreclosure on him or yet? No, not yet. Okay, this is a 3,800, five-bedroom, three-bath, square-foot house. This is a nice house, and yes, it, needs, it, it needs no work, and it's not listed, and they're relocating at the end of the year regardless, correct? No, actually, it needs work. Uh, the basement needs for renovation due to water damage. Oh, that's right, and he's working the basement, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and you think the house is worth about 185 because there's a house that sold there for about that in July, which <coughs> actually 300 square foot less, correct? Right. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I can tell you for sure that you've got more than $185,000 value with 3,800 square foot, but let's just, for, for the sake of argument right now, put the R at about 200, okay? Okay. And I think that's low. However, it's, it's high enough. Because you got a hundred owed on it, it's worth about mm-hmm. two hundred. It needs the basement fixed, but that's not much money. That's not much money at all, and you may not ever have to touch it. Because here's what I would suggest you to do if you want to. Okay. This situation is ripe for you to go in there and just get the deed, and give the seller ten thousand dollars and let them walk. Now that means you're ten thousand in arrears. But you do not have to make those payments up at the day you buy the house. You understand that, Mercedes? Yes, yes. If your seller is willing, you can just leave those payments behind until you're forced to do something with it. I don't even think they've been filed on yet. So, gosh, you know, months could go by without ever having to deal with that mortgage. But if you gave the seller $10,000 and got the deed, and now you'd own the house, 
with $100,000 worth of equity in it, with $10,000 out of pocket and another 10000 you know is in arrears, but you've got so much equity in it, you could, there's the exit strategies are multiple. You could sell it as is probably to an investor and pick up 15, 20 grand, or you could sell it to an owner occupant uh, and and uh, pick up probably more than that. And I'm talking about as is without having any loan on it, without having to go down and get financing and all of that. Or you could uh, raise the money and fix the basements yourself if you want and sell it for maximum retail price. So it starts with finding out how motivated the seller is. And you do that by simply asking them, what's the least you could take if I took over your debt and got you out of the house quickly? And by the way, they've circled that they will lease purchase it. But in this case, you do not want to lease purchase it. Oh, okay. Tell me Uh, why. um, Because, I mean, they are already behind, and she's highly motivated because she's just moving out of town. So if she doesn't pay down the $10,000, she has to foreclose on the house. She's not getting anything. And by me offering $10,000 down for the deal, I mean, she's making some money. Correct. You don't want a lease option of property that needs a basement renovated and it's $10,000 in arrears. It's the 10000 in arrears that bothers me, really, not the basement. If you lease option it, A, you don't want to spend any money on it. Uh-huh. And um, B, if you do lease option it from them and then you sublease it out to a tenant buyer, my goodness, it's going to take $10,000 just to make the payments current, and that's probably going to go up another 1000 come December the 1st. So you, you can't get any front-end payday out of it. Whereas if you buy it, own it, and control it, now you can do all kinds of exit strategies with it. And you're really in no rush because if they haven't even filed foreclosure on it, I don't know how long does it take to foreclose in Georgia right now. It's very quick. How quick? Uh, it could be three months. After okay. After it means they first got a file. Mm-hmm. They haven't done it yet. No, she, no, she's no. 10 months behind. So they probably have no inclination of doing it anytime soon. But even if they did... I promise you, you could probably make a payment or two and buy more time and, 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 and than you even need to get out of this thing. So, I mean, you got plenty of time if you control the house. You with me? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm with you. Thank right. you. Wow, so, that's great. Thank you. So why don't you go ahead and, and, and fi- first, you don't make the offer. You find out what's the least you could take if you took over the debt and make sure they know that you're not going to make the payments current, but you intend to pay it off in not too distant future. But you'll give them $10,000, you'll pay the closing costs, and they can walk and forget about it. They don't need to worry about the credit. It's already screwed up, right? Right. right. Okay. So it's up to you now to call them, find out where their head's at, and say, listen, I can't give you anywhere near what you're asking. But, And I can tell you right now that I'd be paying you closer to what you owe than what you want. So do you want me to come look at the house? Mm-hmm. And maybe they're not ready yet. Because they haven't been filed on, they might they might know that they got plenty of time, and they you know they may not want to play ball. But it's up to you. And if you and if they don't want to play ball right now, just put it on the follow up file because that's a perfect one to follow up with later. But they need the money to move out. I hear you. You can yeah. give you can give them ten grand to move out. Right. Okay. As long as you get the deed. Yeah, that is that is what she's requesting. Ten thousand. Perfect. All right. Got okay. It. Thank you. See what happens. Okay. All right, Don. Who's next? We have Guido. Guido, please go ahead. Okay, Gail. Uh, yes, Ron, I sent you a, a letter actually yesterday about fax 
I don't have property information sheets, but I've got three properties in Houston under contract. I'm running out of time on my due diligence. Did you did you see the letter that I, I sent? I, I do have it here, but I haven't had time to study it yet because it looks more like a book to me. Right. When, well, when I get books, you know what I do? I set them aside and wait till I can get around to them. Right. So why don't you give me some real quick facts here? Uh, let's all, take all three of them are REO properties. Uh, I've got them under a contract ranging from uh, twenty thousand. Right, well, stop. To stop. All right. I'm going to ask you the questions, and you fill in the blanks, and I can get this done real quick here. Right, perfect. The first one's on Georgia. Yes, sir. What, what's the ARV? Uh, Sixty thousand. What's the repairs? Uh, that's, I guess, a little bit of a question. I've estimated them at 3,500. Uh, a couple of people suggest it's substantially higher, maybe 10,000. Okay, and what's your what's your offer? Uh, 27.5. That's too high. Okay. That's too high, but I, I'm, somehow I just got this feeling that your R was too low. So where did you get your R from? I got it from MLS listings off of Realty Track. All right, now you can't do that. First of all, you cannot use listings. You can only use sales. I'm sorry, they're actual sales. All right, well, second of all, you've got to take all the bank-owned properties out of those comps. You cannot use comps from bank-owned properties. Okay. So did you find arm's-length sales that it looked like they're at retail price to owner occupancy? I'm looking at them. you got one here for $101,000, another one for... For uh, $80,000, $76,000. So I don't know where you got 60 from. Right. Well, I I, I probably went went low. I mean, I feel like I should be getting offers on these properties. I'm not understanding kind of why I'm getting as much resistance. Well, what are you what are you trying to market that property for? 27.5. Well, what do you got it under contract for? Uh, it's 17 directly from Wells Fargo, plus there's an encroachment on the uh, property next door, and I've got an option to uh, take a sliver of their land for an additional 4000 so our cost would be 21 Yeah, that's too much. If you, if, well, you, you've got an ARV, probably about 80 but remember that's ARV now. That's after repaired value. Correct. And you're going to have a hard time uh, with those numbers. Uh, if you're paying 17 for it, there's nothing wrong with that if the ARV is 80. But I'm yep. looking at your comp list here, and I think your problem is that there's so many bank-owned properties in that area that sold for cheaper. That's correct. There are a lot of uh, foreclosures in the area as well. Although, I mean, I'm looking at the... Uh, well, I don't see the sales prices. All I see is the sales... Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, sales price. No, man, you got... 76, 80, 63, 101, 45, 71, 79. Uh, those aren't cheaper. And these are all sales prices, and they all happened in the last qu half, uh, last four months of last year. Yes, sir. So you easily got an, uh, an ARV of 80. So um, what kind of, uh, I mean, is this a really, really ugly looking house? Is there something that's turning people off? Uh, it's, a, it's an industrial kind of blue collar area, but uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it, the floors are unfinished, but other than that, uh, and maybe some roof repair, it's actually in good condition. All right, so you you've got it under contract for seventeen thousand, and you're not getting bites at twenty seven five. I'll tell you, if these numbers are right that I'm looking at, and I believe they are, because your comps are right in front of me, I'd go ahead and get a private loan on and close it if I were you. 
See, if you if you go borrow twenty five or thirty thousand on this house, you could put a lease option tenant buyer in it at seventy nine nine as is, right? And not have any money in it, and actually come home with some money, and then have some money left over to fix it if you actually felt like it or felt the need. You won't feel. I'm telling you, this is a work for equity deal. This is what I would do with it. Right. I, I thought about that. Uh, and actually, if you look at the other two properties, they're almost identical situations. Okay. And so, you got, so your next one you've got under contract for 20? Yes, sir. And another one for 23? Right. It, probably a little higher uh, repair values on those. The, the, the thing is, the wholesalers that have been taking to the properties are saying, oh, well, it needs a whole new roof. And if they're going to flip it and sell it, that's correct. But if they're going to lease it, I could easily just have a patch or two here and there. Well, all right. Well, let's take a look at Bennington here. Here, I'm looking at the sales price. Wow, they're even better. Ninety-nine. Uh, some of them are better. I see a ninety-nine and a seventy and a sixty-six. Uh, so you know, you easily got an eighty thousand dollar R there as well. And we're talking about guys for you listening in thousand square. Uh, his thirteen hundred eighty-one square feet. So, uh, and it's is it? Oh, it's two bedrooms. Uh, three bedroom, one bath on that one. All right. Well, you know what? I've got, I've had, a, I've had hundreds of those bread and butter boxes. If you've got that thing under contract for twenty thousand dollars, you can't hardly go wrong with that, man. And then, so you, you, your opinion is to to use private lenders on all because they're they're I, really all the same set of facts. Look, you're you're basing your whole business here on what wholesalers or buyers are telling you, and I don't care because frankly, I hope you don't wholesale them anyway. You're just killing the golden goose if you do that. You sit down here and play with the math, and I mean, I, I, you know as well as I do that every one of these houses would rent for eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a month, wouldn't they? I, I believe at least seven hundred and probably eight hundred. Okay, so when you put twenty thousand dollars out on a house and you can rent it out for eight hundred dollars, it doesn't take too much math to figure out that's one heck of a rate of return. Now, when you're borrowing the money. Uh, from a private lender, you'll see that you, you pay them interest-only payments for five years. You'll have a nice cash flow even at that. And again, I wouldn't touch these things. I'd put them out on work for equity deals. So you'll make a lot more money on them if you go ahead and get the private money to fund them, borrow more than you need, and put interest-only payments on them. And you got the golden goose. These things. Will, I mean, if you want to renovate them, you can, but I wouldn't. I would now. The downside is if you don't renovate them and cash out of them, of course, then you don't get that big paycheck right now. But if I put work for equity tenant buyers in these price range houses, which we do all the time, uh, minimum is five thousand dollars that they're going to give you. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and that's on top of the cash you bring home out of the loans. Could you help direct me to a private lender source on on these homes or all um, that? Nobody's, nobody's going to direct you to a private lender source. You just start to talk to a few people who want to get a decent return on their money. And now you're under pressure to do it. So now you'll probably get it done. <laughs> Look, you got these things. You got decent deals here. There's nothing wrong with your deals. Okay. There's just something wrong with your intended exit strategy and the handful of investors that you've talked to that are, they're, they're just not your guys. That's all. There's nothing wrong with these neighborhoods, is there? They're not crack areas, are they? No, no, they're they're transitional. They're you know they're definitely blue collar, industrial, um, and and there are a decent amount of foreclosures in there. But That's you can okay. 
the houses that have been rehabbed are selling well. There's a decent amount of foreclosures in all these low-end neighborhoods. Don't worry about that. Yes, sir. I want you to get private money. My God, you don't need but about $60,000 close on all three houses. Yes, sir. And, and, and you know, you need to borrow more than that, though. Uh, all three of them combined, you probably got a $250,000 value there. You ought to be able to borrow $100,000 total on these houses. Easy. All right, sir. How much time you got? Uh, I've got about uh, 10 days. Well, if you start asking a few people, you'll uh, that's plenty of time. And I can tell you right now, are these bank-owned? Uh, the uh, Georgia property was Wells Fargo. Uh, the Bennington one uh, is a private uh, owner. Oh, great. Private yeah. owner. You just asked for more time. Yes, sir. And you know what else you can do with a private owner? Say, listen, I'm having a little trouble raising the cash because of condition. How about I give you $2,000 down and you give me a six-month note on the balance? Okay, sure. That's called split funding. And that takes the pressure off even getting the private money. And now you've got plenty of time to get the money. On the bank deals, you can't do that. But on the bank deals, you can get more time. Just ask them. Say, look, I need a 30-day extension. As long as you get it closed by the end of the year, I think they're going to be happy. Okay, sir. All right. Let me move on then, can I? Get your time. We'll, uh, we'll meet you in January at the Orlando conference. All right. Good, man. Good. Bring pile of leads with you. Thank you, sir. All right, Don. Who next? Next we have Lamar. Lamar, please go ahead. Lamar, go ahead. Hi. Um, I have a, a property that um, I spoke with the guy in San Francisco. He's willing to deed the property to me and, of course, keep his um, loan in their name. His mortgage. Right. What's, owed, what's owed on it? Okay, he owns one. He owes one sixty-five. What's it worth? The arm I have is one fifty-eight. What's the payment? It would be with um, uh, PITI. It would be seven hundred eleven dollars. What's the question? Now, I'm sorry. What's the question? Well, the the issue I have is that the type of um, I guess it, I don't know what type of, um, it's not a mortgage because he has a five-year something. It must be um, some kind of type of personal line of credit that he has this um, house on, and it's adjustable. It's um, adjustable with a balloon. So? So my concern was either to, should I lease? option it if he's willing he's, he's willing to deed it to me he was willing to offer um self-financing but i thought it was more of a situation where you would put in a work correctly tenant does it need work well nothing major all right well then it's, uh, but look. it's an older it's an older home well, very okay. nice well, and it clean can, it could also be an axe deal why don't you just go put yeah. it under contract uh, to buy it, and then to go find somebody to give you ten grand and, and, and let him deed it to them. Uh, subject to? Yeah. Okay. You okay. will not have any problem finding somebody for that house with that monthly payment on it. I can tell you that. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I will do that. Now, I I do have two other questions, not about houses. All right, going to have to hurry I, here. I got a bunch of these I got to get through. Okay. Who are Brian and Lynette? 
Uh, they you are the world. They're some of our mentors that uh, some of our people work with one-on-one. Oh, I got you. Okay, and then you said you had just um, created a video. Yes. Um, where is the video, and will we get an email? Uh, it'll be probably on this week's Friday Friday's uh, online um, um, newsletter. You know, the weekly oh, one we send out every okay. Friday. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you very much. Okay. Alrighty. Don, who's next? Next we have Sean. Sean Anderson. All right. Please go Hold ahead. On just a second, Sean. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sean. How are you, man? Good. How you doing, sir? I can always count on them from you, can I? Well, yeah. I got a I got a really good VA, so uh, okay. I just realized one of them doesn't have a comp on it. Tempe, Arizona. All right. Yeah. All right, Sean, you got two free and clear houses here. Let's start with the $199,000 asking price. Okay. And they're willing to negotiate, you say. You say your comps are about 175 but it's free and clear, and they have circled, yes, they will do owner financing. Yeah. Three-bedroom, two-bath. They're very motivated, 1,500-square-foot house. Okay. Well, you've been on this call enough to know that you've got to carry that conversation on now and find out if they'll sell it with nothing down. And then when you get past that question, what's the least you could take per month? Nothing down, at least per month. Uh, what throws me off is it's occupied, so that means it has renters in it. Uh, so um, what? What's the rental? What are they paying? Uh, that she didn't find out, but it, it does show that it's occupied. And then well, it says under when, when they want to move, it says February. Well, so what? Okay. That just means that you don't start making a payment until long after the tenants are out. Okay. What do you care? You can't. But you can't. It's not, so it's something I can't make money on for a while you then. You can't make money on it right now, but if you don't do something right now while the motivation is there, you're going to lose the whole deal. Now, okay. I want you to get that asking price down. If you think it's only worth 175 uh, yeah. why don't you go and say, listen, uh, uh, first you want to find out if they'll sell it to you with nothing down, if you can agree upon a price and terms. Okay. And then if they say no, then you say, well, uh, what's the least you could take down, and make sure you're okay there. And then, okay. And then get that monthly payment down on this house. You know, if you can get this payment down to about $700, $800 a month, you've got a sweet deal here. Okay. you got $700, 800 a month. And then when the tenant moves out, you just then you go sell it. What I struggle with is, is they always want way more than it's worth, and then they need a bunch of cash for, like, another house or well, for whatever, you know. Well, they're not going to the, get it. Yeah. What's the least you could take down? If you don't like that answer, your only other choice is to write it up with you know, with more down than you'd pay, but then you can't do anything with it till the tenant's out. Okay. In other words, if they if they had to have 175000 with, say, 15 down, you, mm -hmm. wouldn't, you wouldn't pay that, but you could write it up and go assign your contract for five or $10,000 and let somebody else take over those terms, and that would be an easy sale. So would that be an axe then? That would be an axe. Okay. But you can't do that with that tenant in there, so you just got to tell a seller. Well, you collect the rent, and then when the seller's out, I'll go to work. I mean, when the tenant's out, okay. I'll go to work. Okay. So, okay, so kind of can't do nothing with it while there's a tenant in there, obviously. Uh, not unless the tenant happens to be a not unless the tenant wants to be a buyer. Okay. All right, and if they're moving, likely not. All right, let's get on to your next one here. Two hundred ninety-nine thousand dollar asking price, two hundred ninety-nine thousand dollar value according to the seller, but you got no comps on here, so I don't know anything. You got no. Right. I have no idea what it's worth. Do you? 
Well, no, I don't. Lynette gives me comps on all my leads because she knows the whole valley. So, in, in this case, it doesn't matter because the seller said, no, I will not finance, no, I will not lease option. Right. That's this one's so dead. pretty much worthless, right? You don't need comps. Okay. So it's dead in the water. Okay. Dead in the water. Okay. That's what I figured. Okay. All right. Don. We have Tim Collins. Tim, please go ahead. All right, Tim. How are you? Florida, huh? Good. How are you? Yeah, right down the street, Winter Haven. Okay. Got yeah. A... Um, actually, I, I try to fax over. I had two others, and um, and they're really quick ones. I just wanted a quick opinion on. But yeah, this particular one you're looking at, um, also just contacted tonight. All right. Well, you got 159.9 asking. You yeah. Got no mortgage. Yes, they will own or finance, but I don't have a clue what it's worth. Do you? Uh, actually, um, e appraisal says 104. The comparables I did uh, average of three at 165. Um, so I think more, he's right uh, at worth about what she's asking. All right. Says down here he wants 10 down and a payment of 1625. Correct. Right, but I actually got him down to uh, he wants seven grand down now, um, and he has been advertising. He's a wholesaler, and he's uh, was gonna he bought this with the intention of flipping because that's what he does, and he wasn't able to flip it, so he's just gonna go ahead and lease option it. And I talked him into having us help uh, facilitate that because uh, we have other buyers. But um, I keep finding that's my other problem with another property I have under contract because I keep finding these ones that are overpriced and I'm having issues with, of course. Well, why? If they're just axe deals. Now, in this case, though, you got an HOA due here of 133 a month, guys. Write that down. And um, there's, so there's no way, I can tell you, there's no way you're going to give this guy 1625 a month, not even to axe it, and on top of that, $133 a month HOA dues. So here's what you can do with this you can tell him, say, look, I'll go 150 on it, and I'll go with a seven down. But you got to get that payment down to about 1,200 a month, and then I'm going to go find somebody to assign the contract to, and you can approve them before you close them. Yeah, he won't do that. I've already been back and forth. The 16, actually, how he was at 1,500 dollars a month. He went up to 1,625 with me getting three grand of the 10 grand down. Um, that's basically what I would make three grand out of the ten grand, uh, and uh, I, I tell you basically, what, and it's not one thirty three on top to sixteen twenty five. It's sixteen twenty five, including that. I'm sorry. All right, uh, look, you're either going to be able to work with these guys or not, and if okay. he's not going to be flexible enough to give you a chance to make some money, then you don't want the deal, man. There's plenty more to do. So here's you just tell him what you're willing to do, and if you don't want to do it, tell him keep the house. Okay. And, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't give him a dime more than $150,000, and I'll get him $7,000 down. What I get above that is none of his business. He right. can approve it or not approve it, but I'm not going into the deal unless I get a contract that I can buy it for $7,000 down, and I'm telling you that payment, you know, that payment ain't so bad if it, is, if it does include 1625 but that's just PI he wants. No, that's... No, that's everything. That, oh, okay. that includes um, water, actually irrigation water and uh, right. lawn well, meat. Well, then that ain't so bad. Because if that includes the dues and PITI, that's not too bad. Sixteen twenty-five on a hundred sixty thousand dollar house ain't so bad. Okay. Okay. Um, and but, then um, two others, real. This one's most important, and I'm intrigued by. Um, I've got an ARV of one point four million. Um, a, a 
short sale that's already been approved by the bank for 800000 It needs 250000 in repairs to include uh, it's got mold uh, or included in that two hundred fifty k repairs. Um, the yeah, that, gentleman, that, uh, that, the that, gentleman is that that that, he, even, that ain't even close to a deal. No, okay. No. I I figure, but I just wanted okay. First okay. of all, the one point four million dollar ARV, I would scrutinize the heck out of. I doubt it. Second of all, there's no way in hell I'd pay eight hundred fifty thousand dollars for a one point four million dollar house that needs a lot of work on top of that. That, okay, what that, would that, be a what that, would be a good offer on that home for you to be intrigued by it? Are, are you are you doing the short sale yourself? No, he um he just he already got it approved with the bank. He yeah. we're actually trying to find him a home to move out of. He's he's done the short sale to help the bank. He's moving out and we're finding him another property. He said we can have we can uh have his house if we we want it. What's he but, owe on it you now? know What's that? What's he owe on it? Uh, he uh, well, the, sh- the short sale is approved at eight hundred thousand. I said, what does he owe on it? Oh, um, one point four. That's what he owes. Okay. Yeah. Now, have you done comps on it? No, I haven't had a chance to do the comps yet. Well, uh, you want my ge- I, best guess? What's that? <laughs> when did he buy the house? What year? Uh, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, Ron. Okay. Uh, houses? Are you? How many square feet in the house? Eight thousand. Eight thousand square feet. Well, that's good. Okay, I would venture to guess the house probably not worth more than about nine fifty right now. Okay. And for the bank to take eight fifty is ridiculous. It's probably they're going, probably going to end up taking half of that. But I would I'd have to see the condition of the house, and I'd want to do a little bit more work on the comps. Now I don't want you to lose this deal. What you ought to do is go put it under contract with a guy. That's what I'd do. I'd just put it under uh-huh. contract to buy it, and then okay. I'd go put it out into the marketplace and find out what somebody wants to pay, then I go to the bank and get it short sale. Their 850s, just ignore their 850. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. What do you got to lose? Right, exactly. He's going he's walking away anyway, so it's worth a shot, right? Well, there's only one problem with that though, and that is that the bank is going to want to see if you're going to short sale this thing, the bank's not going to let you make money on top of what they take. So okay. uh, you find a buyer for this thing, you're going to have to work that out with your buyer, and that's going to be a very t- tricky deal there. And the only well, other if way I get the transactional funding for the day and pay, you know, buy it ourselves yeah. and then flip yeah. it. You probably you could do it that way, but even that's a little tricky. Got to have the right closing agents working with you to make that happen. Okay. I mean, there's money I here. I don't think that's a problem. There's there's a bunch um, of money here. And the other one, my my uh, headache of a deal, I, I it, you know, we're just trying to make deals as quickly as possible, make as much money as fast as possible, getting back into the game. Um, I I took a a contract I probably shouldn't have, but I'm really pumping it, trying to get rid of it. It's in uh, Bradington. Um, it's way overpriced, at, uh, but I you know it's an axe deal. Uh, I took it under contract for four fi- four fifty. Um, the payments would be 2250 a month. It's um, 2,700 square feet. It's got a pool. It's one block from Palmasola Bay. What's owed on? Um, and uh, it's how the rent estimate for that area is 2500. So 2250 is not too bad because that's including taxes, insurance, everything. What's owed on? Uh, I'm I've been advertising for 15 grand down. You know, 2250 a month. I step out. Uh, basically, the seller's only looking for six grand down though. What's so owed on it? 
Uh, a hundred thousand, and this right. guy will not. But I mean, he wants four fifty. That's it. Period. He doesn't care. What's He's it worth? Way overpriced at that. I'll tell you that right now. It's um, looking at uh, uh, the estimate that I'm coming up with with the comps that I've got is three thirty two five is probably yeah. the best you're gonna get. Well, uh, so that's uh, look. You put it out there. If you can find a buyer for it, fine. If you can't, don't worry about it. You probably are not going to if it's that overpriced. Uh, but you never know. I'll tell you some people do some strange things sometimes. It's a nice house, and somebody just might give you some money to move into it, just to live in it for a while, and uh, say they do, you know. But I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't sit around and spend the money till I get it. Yeah, it's kind of how I figured. I, just another property I can get on my website, so I look bigger than I am. Yep. yep. <laughs> and and it helps you build your buyers list. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Don. Who we got next? Next we have Ed Garupa. Ed, Hello, please Ed. go ahead. Ed from Florida. Yeah. Newport Richie, Ron. Oh, I know. I like, I like Newport yeah. Richie. Okay, oh, this yeah. is a little cheapy you got here. Yeah, a little cheapy. Asking uh, price twenty seven five. You say it's only worth twenty five. I say you're wrong. Nine hundred and sixty okay. square feet in Port Richie, I know is worth more than twenty five. So well the, the home is in Hudson, but that's beside the point. You're right. You're probably using bank owned comps, aren't you? No, I went to like e appraisal and a couple of other comps and well, seemed to get it in that price range. And, but did you find me some good arm's length owner occupant comps? Because yeah, you had a hard Ron, time convincing me that the house only worth twenty five grand. Ron, the, the problem that I saw in it, I couldn't find uh, any sales. This in this area and where this home is, it's in a, you know like a lower middle class area. It's not a dirt road, but it's on a corner lot. Good size. Doesn't have a garage. It's got a yeah. it's got a, a nice shed in the back. Uh, but I couldn't find any homes that have sold in there in the last nine months. Well, then what do you wor- what do you care? Why don't you just make them a low offer on it, and, and what do you care what it's worth? Because, frankly, right. you're better off putting somebody in it anyway on a lease purchase. And okay, because that's kind of what I did. I came back at her. She wants she wants a cash offer. She wants it for the for the twenty twenty seven. Okay. And I said, it just doesn't worth that. Well, why don't you offer her $10,000 and let it sit on it until she takes it? Okay. Is that what you would offer? Because I said I'd offer her 17 for it. But well, you think that's too high? Uh, well, not having any idea what it's worth, that's kind of a tough question to answer. Okay. But I know, you know, Florida's Florida, and the 960, I, I promise you the house is worth 65, yeah. 70 it's, grand. Ron, it's in good shape, too. It doesn't need yeah. any work. Roof's five, got five years on old, and so is the air conditioning and new, fairly new appliances on the inside. Small well, geez, bedrooms. You got me convinced. Carpeting. You got me convinced. Offer 15000 Okay. <laughs> and what do you care? For those numbers, okay, what do you, you. care? Huh? Yeah, because I, then I can, like, in lease option it or just put a tenant in it and make good money on it. Darn right. Go go rent it out for a year and a half, and you paid for it. Yeah, um, that's, that's for sure. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Don, about it. Next we have Denny. Denny, please go ahead. You have who? Who we got? Denny. Okay, Denny. I'm on. I'm here, Ron. Shoot. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. What you got? I sent in, I sent in three lead sheets. Three proper information sheets. Oh, okay. The ones with Lisa Haskell at the top? Yeah. All yeah, right. she's my VA, actually. Okay, good. All right, let's look at the first one here. Asking price, 325 You're in mm-hmm. Illinois, Aurora, North Aurora. Asking price, 325 Seller thinks it's worth 310 Nothing owed on it. Yes, they will own her finance, but you don't give me a clue what it's worth. 
You know? Um, I wrote it, I wrote it down oh, at the yes, bottom you, below the... Yes, you do. 225 or so, right? Okay. Yes, yes. So they're asking about $100,000 more is worth. Yes. Well, yeah. frankly, and, when, um, the, when the seller's you know, overpriced, when the seller's free I, I, and clear and it's overpriced that much, I, I'd get them down or I wouldn't mess with it. Okay, yo, that that was my uh, my way of thinking as well. But what uh, surprised me is that there, uh, she happens to be a uh, let me see, she happens to be a realtor here in Illinois, and I don't know why she's coming up with that price either. Well, why don't oh, yeah. you ask her where on earth are you getting your comps? Because maybe she's got some that you can't find. Okay. Yeah, you want to verify who's right here on this R before you go killing this deal where she said she'd own her finance. Okay. But then I, you know, I, you gotta you gotta find out what what. If she'll sell it to you with nothing down, uh, because if she's got some big whopping down payment in mind, I mean, you, you're not going to get anywhere with this. Even you can't even. Somebody, sometimes the realtors just want outrageous down payments. Not that I blame oh, yeah. them. I mean, I do too. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. So this comes down to verify value, and then ask the questions. They're right out of my script. Uh, will you sell it with nothing down? No. Well, then what's the least you would take down, and what's the least you take per month? And you'll know very quickly whether you got a deal or not. Okay. All right. Uh, and Ron, in effect, let's say uh, she did want something that I wasn't um, that didn't benefit me, but could benefit another buyer. Could I just access? Yes, access, but you still, yes, as long as you can get a down payment that is that you think you can get more from the market. Okay. And on a three, on a my biggest question is, is what's it worth? But if it, let's say it's worth three and a quarter. Okay. And she wants, uh, I don't know, twenty grand down. Uh huh. You could live with that because you can easily go get thirty. Okay. On a three hundred twenty-five thousand dollar owner financing house, especially if you can negotiate her into a low monthly payment, because that really makes them easy to sell. Okay. All right, the next one you got here is um, asking three twenty-five. They say it's worth two fifty, but they owe two ten on it. Yes. At about two k a month, and uh, you say it's worth about two thirty five. Yes. So another one that's grossly way overpriced. But well, they think it's worth two fifty, so they think it's worth about what it is worth. Yet they're asking three mm -hmm. and a quarter. Okay. Well, that's not a good sign. But they did say they would lease purchase it. Yes, they did. All right. Well, you should follow up on that. And find out if you can get them down. Say, listen, you told me it's worth 250. Surely you don't expect anybody to pay more than that. If you'll take 250, I'll at least purchase it from you. And if I uh -huh. did, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, pay, I'll cover your monthly payment. Okay. And I'll take over responsibility for all the repairs right on the script there. Okay. And, and in this case, with a $2,000 a month payment, uh, you would probably want to ax it. Yes, uh, that that was my uh, intent right there. If yeah. in fact I was able to get them to give me that price, yeah. Well, you get her down to two fifty at two thousand dollars a month, and you easily got a ten fifteen thousand dollar ax deal there. That's, that's you, um, Ron, with these comps, do you think I could sell it for two fifty? If I did, in fact, on an ax deal, uh, yeah, easily. Okay. You can get two seventy five three hundred on an ax deal. Okay. But it's the monthly payment that they're buying and the down payment to get in it. But uh, okay. you're going to need at least a five-year lease on it, and that's a pretty easy one to pass on. So you just got a beautiful house. You got a 2,200-square-foot house, beautiful neighborhood, four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, doesn't need any work. You got all the great components of an axe deal here. And the fact that okay. it's a quarter-of-a-million-dollar house means you're going to get a larger down payment. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, and your last Sounds one good. is 260 asking. 269 the seller thinks it's worth, and your comps uh -huh. show that it's worth about two and a quarter, give or take. Yes. 
Okay, 1,500 square foot, and yes, they will lease purchase it. In this case, what's this $500 a month payment, Denny? That can't be right. Yeah. I don't know. This is what my VA sent me, and this is what she told me that well, the payment is. you get on the phone. That is absolutely incorrect. There's no way there can be a $500 payment on a $168,000 loan. It very well be, yeah. That won't even pay the interest, much less the principal and interest, much less the PITI, and yet she uh-huh. has PITI check, yes, no way. So there's a problem hmm. there. However, you got to get on the phone now because they did say they would at least purchase it. Oh, yes. So get them down to the two and a quarter find out what the payment is, it's probably very reasonable, and go get a lease option agreement signed and ax it. Okay. Very simple. I'll do that. All right. I plan on, I plan on it this week. Good. Okay. That's All right. pretty much it. Thank you. I okay. appreciate it. Don? There's no other callers in the queue. All right. Well, I'm missing one here from a young lady in Minnesota, Minneapolis, but uh, that's it. Okay, guys. Well, look at that. We're right on time here tonight. We got through all ten of those, all nine or ten of those anyway. And uh, I think all the questions answered. So listen, make a note now. Um, Second Monday of every month, get your property information sheets into my office. Your deadline is uh, noon on the day we have the call so that we can get them, I can get them in here on time and get them processed. And uh, looking forward to next month. Make sure you make your reservations for the convention. Call my office at uh, nine at eight hundred five six seven six one two eight, and we're also going to be sending out some information packs on that. And if you're on this call, you're probably on our mailing list, so you can look forward to getting an envelope with all the facts on this convention here pretty soon. So with that said, good night, and uh, hope to see you all soon.